welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that eat at your faith. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. And now, please welcome our host and president of Crossroads Farm, Doug Rutledge. Hi, this is Leanne Swihart, and welcome to the Remix Podcast. I am filling in for Doug Rutledge. And I am so honored to be with our four brightest students that we have here at Crossroads where they dissect and digest the topic of tonight. And wow, tonight's topic was really, really good. I will speak truth into your life and you will speak truth into my life. So why don't we go around the room and you guys can introduce yourselves. Um, I am Zach Avelter. I'm a sophomore at Reading High School and I play football when I get the chance. <laughs> Good. Um, I'm Justice Wheaton. I go to Quincy High School and I have 16 animals at my mom's house. 16? Yeah. Wow. No way. Yeah. Inside? Dogs yeah. are outside. No, 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 no. Yeah. Inside? Yeah. Dogs That's are interesting. Outside. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. I'm, um, I'm Rachel. I'm from Marshall and I'm on the worship team at Crossroads. And I am Jacob Foley. I go to Quincy. I'm a senior and I have 14 horses. 14. Are they 14. inside also, yeah. like her no, dogs? My mom's friend has an indoor cow with a diaper on. That's just wrong. That I mean, is. Some, I'm, some sorry. Some I'm, wow. I'm sorry, but those are not allowed in the house. Okay, so is this like Matt's thing in the beginning of the talk today where fake he news. Fake, fake news? No, it's real. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. <laughs> that was pretty interesting. Did that kind of surprise you guys when he said that? And Kay. like how many people responded? The fact I responded to both just because I thought it was funny. But here's the thing: like that's something that isn't impossible in today's society. Yeah. Like oh. you can totally see that on Twitter. My I'm sure, but yeah. it just happened. To yeah. My neighbor had a big painted swastika in his backyard for like as long as I could remember, and I just like interesting. It was weird. Yeah. All right. So we have our first question that he gave us today was: Do you believe in aliens? Why or why not? Who believes in aliens? No. I mean, I don't know. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'm like, that could be a UFO, no. but... But that does not mean there's an alien. Those are not trees. No, Bigfoot is real. Okay. So no aliens, but Bigfoot. Because he's got one big foot. Just walks in a circle. No, because he got big feet. Good boy, he's got big feet. All right, Rachel. Do you believe in aliens? No. Why not? Just no. No? It's too far out there? Need evidence. No. Too far out there? Okay. Evidence that they're not existing. Jacob. Yeah. I was just saying, like, it's always fun to believe in it when you're smaller, you know. You don't have any real evidence, but the show is against it. It A lot of really great things that Matt had said tonight about telling the truth. So one of the things that he talked about was when he actually had told a friend about something in confidence. Have you guys ever done that? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to tell us the story about it? Yes? No? Okay. Well, okay, so let's, so you've told a friend something that you probably shouldn't have said, but you said it and it got back to them. First of all, when, how is that feeling of when you first heard it come back to you that they know now? Oops. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, they know. They know. <laughs> like, that's like, 
Yeah, the big oh crap moment. Well, your, like, your heart will oh. go whoop right down your yeah. throat. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. So did let me ask you this. So when that happens, did you actually did you actually confess that you said it or did you try well, to make up something else? I mean, I definitely have done both. Yeah. Like with my close friends and stuff, I, I definitely like confess right off the bat. Like, you know, if we're just like not together at the time, I not gonna lie, I probably have lied or come up with something like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to or something like that. Yeah, can you guys relate to that? Yeah? Yes. Yeah? Here's something that's very interesting that you said. So your closest friends are like, dude, I messed up, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. And then those that maybe aren't in your circle or in that close circle saying, uh, trying to lie to get out of it. Why is, why do you think we do that? Because with your close friends, they know you and like you, you aren't afraid to like hurt them and you know that you have you can get that forgiveness but with people outside of like your circle or something they might not forgive you and you might not want to lose that person good you're scared of like the uh consequence like you don't like you say you don't want to lose them yeah like so how many of you guys treat other people better than you treat your own brother or sister or family member Okay, we're on radio. No. (laughs) So just so you guys know, they all raise their hand. (laughs) So isn't that interesting? I think it goes back to what you said, Jacob, right? So we don't want to hurt them, but we know that we can get forgiveness from those that are very close to us. Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting. And isn't that amazing in the fact in some ways of what Matt is, was talking about tonight about the Jesus tribe. Mm-hmm. Like, right? When you yeah. know, like, you are in it and you know that you guys are going toward that same goal. Mm-hmm. And I, I have found that in the past, too. Like, if I know, like, someone's my ride or die person, right? Yeah. We always have those that we say. Um, if you have if you have that and you can say, you can tell them, like, y- you know what? I was wrong or I lied about that. Here's the truth. We know that they're going to give us forgiveness, right? Because mm-hmm. we're kind of both in going that same direction, right? We're both trying to point back to Jesus. And those that we don't know very well, maybe we're not, right? We don't know if they are or not. So we don't know what the repercussions will come out of that for. Okay, so have you ever told someone they were wrong? All the time. All the time. I say that a lot. Because I am so dead set that I am right. And if they disagree with me, I think they're wrong. And I will often just say, you're wrong. Like, no, but sometimes I'm actually wrong. Yeah. That's an unfortunate situation. I just got in a big argument with someone in my seminar because we were having an argument whether SpongeBob knows was a flute or a recorder. I was very wrong in the fact that it is a flute and not a recorder, but I did tell them they were wrong multiple times before we Googled it. Hmm. And so when you Googled it, did you still try to argue the fact yes. of it or were you? If I get something said in my head that I am right, I will dig in my head. I don't even know. I don't even care if I know I'm wrong. I will All still try and yeah. fight my way. Because yeah. it sounds like a recorder. So I said they probably okay. recorded it with a recorder, but say it's a fluke. Oh, interesting. So say so you still try to find a loophole to make you right. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure we've never done that here in this room at all. Ever, ever, ever. You guys are so good. Me too. Me included. Um, So so how did it go when you actually 
when you told them that they were wrong? Did How did it go? Was it an argument? Was it like, oh, dude, thanks, man? No, it was always just resulted in more arguing yeah. and debating because they think they're right, but mm-hmm. you think they're wrong. It never results in the way you want it to. Yeah. Oh, what, yeah. I just laugh about it. Like, I don't get in arguments with people I can't just laugh about things with. Mm. So I, we just laugh about the fact that we both think we're right. And then we continue to argue sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's friendly banter, you know, you're... Yeah. Yeah, I'm very much of a, like, you're wrong, like, stop. Or, like, I'll just tell them how it is because if they're wrong or they're saying something that doesn't make them sound the brightest, then I don't want them to embarrass themselves more. Like, how do they? So I'm taking it. Justice is always right in the room. Yes. No, I'm just yep. saying. <laughs> if you're arguing with Jacob, then yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you're all arguing with anyone else, then you are. Yeah. No, um, but that one person that you have that tells you, like, do you try to argue with them or do you just take it? It depends on the person and what the argument's about. I mean, I think it depends, like, what your own opinion is. But I have this one friend, like, he'll be honest with me and we can have that conversation of, okay, I'm wrong, and he shows me how I was wrong and what I can do to fix it, and I'm the same way with him. So it's nice to have that to make sure, if, you know, you do things wrong too. You're not always perfect. Sometimes when you have that relationship with someone, you can have those conversations, and it doesn't have to be hostile or anything. Mm-hmm. You can just have a one-on-one mm-hmm. talk. But other times when you're with someone that you're not as comfortable with or they're not as comfortable with you, it just results in more anger and hostility towards each other. Yeah. I feel like you'd be like more closed off mm-hmm. if you're not as close. You know, like, yeah. you're not in my personal life, so you don't know my personal issues, mm-hmm. and then you get defensive about it, you know? Yeah, gotcha. yeah that's another yeah. thing. If they don't have the perspective, perspective. of, um, like, your background and, like, what might trigger you and what, what might upset you. And then they, you can't really talk about it with them. So you like, you have to agree, or you just get mad about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's nice talking to someone like you're close to because then you can explain both your sides and you can get educated, and it doesn't mm-hmm. turn into that argument and stuff like that. Sure. Okay. So let me. I'm going to dive deeper into this. Does delivery matter? Yes. Yeah. So I have this one friend. Okay, so I have two people who are really honest in my life. I got a lot of them, but two people who really stick out. One is my son, and I can take whatever he says. Um, But two, I have um, one of my best friends, and she is... She was a hockey player, so I'm sure Doug and her will get along just great. And she's like itty bitty, like like Ashley, you know, or Drew. And she was a hockey player. No, seriously, she's legit. Like she actually was training with the U.S. hockey team back in 2012. She's awesome, but she is like her attitude is like that. What you guys are training right now. And Nicole, and Nicole, if you are listening to you, you know I love you. Go, Nicole. Uh, <laughs> but I will tell you, I. but here's the thing. I can tell you something, that she is, she will tell you truth bombs like nobody's business. And she blows people out, right? So, like, if, she, if you don't know her, if you don't know, like, where she's coming from or where her heart is, she blows you out. And so, literally, it becomes either a fight, right, or a, like... Thank you. You just, you know, helped me in my life or else you just go. So I I find myself sometimes rounding the edges of things um, just to get by. But do you guys have that? Do you think so? Delivery does matter in some cases or most or all. It also just depends on how your relationship is. Like Mm -hmm. if you know them and know how they act, 
you understand that that's, they're not being mean. But yeah. if you just meet this person and they're talking like that, you often get closed off and you're like, that person's a jerk. I don't want to yeah. be that. Sometimes my close friends, I call kind of demeaning names, but it's just kind of how I grew up. So people, if they hear me call people that, or if I start calling people that, they think that I'm rude when really I'm like the nicest person ever. That's just how I talk to people sometimes gotcha so have you here's another thing have you ever had that moment where someone kind of called you out stuff and you were very combative about it like there no way and then all of a sudden when you think about it you actually were like oh my gosh they were really right i'm i'm a jerk or i totally was this way when somebody tells you you're always right and you go no i'm not yep yep nope do you guys got a fun story about that like someone had told you something that you were wrong I was just so dead set. I can't remember what I can't even remember what we were arguing about. Probably something stupid, like whether or not SpongeBob has a flute nose or recorder. But anyway, um, we're just talking, and they just pull out their phone like I'm gonna Google it, and I'm like, fine, whatever. I know I'm right. I'm sure I've already Googled this, and then they pull it up, and they're like, you're totally wrong, and I just go. No, I'm not. Google doesn't always tell the truth. You can't believe what you hear on the internet. And then I just, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember once me and my friends were playing a game and one of the cards that came out was someone who will argue with anything. And someone said it was me and then I started arguing how it wasn't me. And so then they'd be like, Justice, you know that this card is about you. And I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. No, it's not. Yeah. Anyone else? No? Not one that you want to say? All right. All right. So if you could tell one person or a student out there that's listening tonight something from the talk that really hit you and impacted you and how can you apply it for today? So I'm definitely going to say like the, you definitely need that other person in your life to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> it, no, no matter how hard it's going to be, you're not always right. You need that person to tell you, to set you straight, so you don't make those mistakes. I mean, you're gonna make them, but hopefully you only make them once. <laughs> right. Going off what James said, there was something Matt said, he said, my dad loved me enough to tell me the truth. Yes. And I just think that we oftentimes have that role that we don't even know it. Like we're in a lot of situations at school or in our workplace where we love the people that we're around. We genuinely love them as people, and we sometimes just have to tell them the truth. It may hurt, it may hurt the friendship, but ultimately it it will help. I think it's good to know that it's okay to be wrong, and it happens, and it's good to know when you're wrong so you can learn from it. It's all a learning experience. And it's okay to call other people out too, but there's a time and a place. Mm. And don't pick people apart to pieces because they're not perfect either. So just know what's good to talk about and what should usually. Yeah, and to piggyback off that, like communication is key. Yeah. And like, you're gonna have to admit you're wrong and have to accept that another person is right and be able to have talks about that and accept your defeat. And it feels like it's such a big deal like when you're wrong, like you feel embarrassed or like you're too scared to admit it. But honestly, ever makes mistakes, you're forgiven by God and that's all that matters. So just admit it and it's a lot better once you do. That's great. And you know, I the one thing that I always think about is, you know, everybody wants the truth, mm -hmm. 
but you can't handle the truth. No, um, no, but everybody wants the truth, right? We always say we want the truth, but then when we get the truth, we really don't want it, yeah. right? Like how that's the one thing that I pulled out of Matt's talk was just like, you know, when we're really following Christ, we truly want the truth. But when we're not following Christ, we want the fiction piece of it because we want it to be our truth, but it's really not truth, right? We only want things that are going to benefit us. I remember one time it was either at a winter retreat or a crossroad surface last year. I think it was Joe speaking, Joe Casaneda, and he said, truth is the one thing in like one of the main things in this world that can't be changed. Like there is truth, Mm -hmm. but in this world, everyone normalizes their own truths. Mm -hmm. So like everyone thinks what they think is true. But then if other people don't agree with that, like truth is universal, Mm -hmm. but in this world, we don't accept it as universal. Mm And that leads to a lot of arguing and fighting, but it's really good. That's good. Thank you guys so much for um, putting up with me today. (laughs) Sadly. Thanks everyone for tonight. And thank you for listening. And hopefully you guys will have Doug back here next week. Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious rich roast coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org. And contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, The Arms of a Servant Leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm, Crossroads Farm Northwest, and Crossroads Farm RCI. Also on Insta and Twitter.